Good morning, good morning, dear friends. Happy Hump Day, happy Wednesday. Welcome to today's episode of the Ben Checkin' In Podcast. My name is Binyam. I'm thrilled to have you here. I'm just realizing my speakers aren't quite turned on, so let's go ahead and turn those on. But I'm thrilled to be able to spend the next few moments with you on this fantastic day. I have my curtains drawn behind me, but these fantastic lights, because I kind of like pretty things like this. Uh, but it is a sunny day here in Calgary, and so looks promising that way, although I'm sure it's still chilly. It's that time of year when things get frigid, and uh, nonetheless, we'll talk about happier things. <laughs> Today is the uh, 17th of November, 2021. This is episode number 98. 98. We're just like right around the corner from 100 episodes, the three-digit mark that I've been looking forward to and anticipating for some time, and that's pretty exciting. But, um, wow, there's a lot to reflect on by way of gratitude. This is the podcast I do as a, a way of self-care primarily self-care for me and we focus on three key pillars that I review refresh myself on every single podcast because they're that important to me awareness kindness and happiness awareness in getting to know ourselves really well I love getting to know myself do you know it is a privilege it is like an honor it is something pretty spectacular when we have access to ourselves to be able to say who am I and how can I get to know me really well it's almost like the excitement you have when you meet someone new and you just can't wait to know them. You want to know everything about them. You want to connect with them. You want to have all those opportunities to be able to you know, have something really meaningful. And yet, you have that opportunity, dear listener, to get to know yourself better. And it's so worthwhile to invest in knowing yourself. But as you get to know yourself, most of us end up in the zone of like self-harm by way of deprecating ourselves and treating ourselves unkindly. So what does it mean to be kind to ourselves and then to experience happiness as we process all other emotions, including the uncomfortable ones? We do all that here on the Binge Checking Podcast. Every episode, we have this opportunity to um, take a deep dive into ourselves and to collectively grow as we become aware of what it means to be us. Do you know what I'm saying? And so, good morning. How are you, my dear friend? Good to see you. Um, thanks for joining in on today's episode. I am very grateful when you opt to share some of your time with me. You know, one of the most valuable commodities I believe that we have is our time. The way we spend our time is indicative of where we find value, where we find value. And so we usually do things that resonate with us, that feed us, that enable us to experience that element of growth. And so when you decide to spend time here on this podcast, whether listening in or tuning into the live stream, then I am super grateful because, again, that's an affirmation that says together we're collectively um, saying that this space of time here is worth what we're talking about. And I hope this does serve you well because that is one of the um, things uh, that drives me is being generous in the way I share myself, the the riches that I have. And my riches are more in the category of savoring life, experiencing something that is really meaningful. And I just think I have lived enough life in my four plus decades where I am at this point of saying this is meaningful for me. This is actually really important for me. And here's why I really appreciate what I get to enjoy in this season. I'm so thankful for it because... Uh, I know what it's like to be in a different zone. I know what it's like to 
experience life in a different way. Um, I was talking to some friends last night during a book study, and as we were talking about um, values, I was saying I get to be the kind of person I wanted to meet when I was young. When I was young, I wanted to meet someone who is just like me, who is open with their time, who is available, who is interested in investing in others. I wanted to meet someone like me when I was young, and I was desperate to find that kind of a person. Unfortunately, I didn't, and so I had to learn a lot of things the hard way. And so if anything, I want to be able to lend my experience. I want to lend my um insights. I want to lend my epiphanies, my ideas in life. I want to be able to to have them accessible for those who could really benefit from them. And um, I want to be generous in the way I extend myself this way. I want to be generous in saying, hey, how can I make myself more available in this category so that others can sort of rise up and say, this is really good. This is amazing. So yeah, that's something really important for me is that generosity factor. And so I'm thrilled when you also concur and say this is also mutually um, serving you in some significant ways. Today's question. So what we usually do on this podcast, we ask a self-reflection question. I analyze the self-reflection question so we can answer it as best as we can. And then uh, I give my response. Today's um, question that we are answering, uh, the the self-reflection question of the day, what aspects of life are you loving the most right now? What aspects of life are you loving the most right now? That is the question we are answering today. Um, Hmm. I'm excited to answer this. I, I wrote down three key things and I call them my three F words. <laughs> it's a fun way to remember it. They're my three F words, so they all have uh, the letters that start with F. Um, they're not four-letter words, so you don't have to worry. It's nothing um, uh, that is inappropriate. But before we get to them, let's look at this question and consider why is this a question worth answering? Why is this a question worth our consideration? Why should we even spend time considering such a question? And the question again is, what aspects of life are you loving the most right now? I like this question. I like this question because sometimes we need to be reminded that there are some beautiful things going on in life, some amazing things that we may not have perception until we intentionally take a moment, take a time out and say, huh, what are those expressions of what are going on in my life that I could really savor, that I could really acknowledge and say, this is a good thing and I love this. In the absence of taking this time to focus and consider these things, I feel what tends to happen is we forget to express gratitude. Chase Foley, I totally remember you. How are you, my friend? Good to see you again. Nice to have you back, my friend. (laughs) I totally remember you, Chase, of course. Um, Back in the day when I was doing live streams and there was a lot more activity going on on my account with people following and uh, consuming my content, I would get um, my regulars, of course, and they would say something to me by way of Binium. When you get big, don't forget us. <laughs> and I said, honestly, that's not what I do. I um, I lock people in. I lock people in when I make a connection with them. I think I do. I like to think I do. And so when I see familiar names come along, I'm like, I remember. 
remember you. I totally do. It's absolutely a long time to see. How are you doing lately? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Um, encouraged in the midst of various challenges in life. Um, however, I'm aware of so much to be thankful for. So much to be thankful for. And so thank you for being part of this podcast this morning. I so appreciate it, Chase. So, yes, uh, back to the question. What aspects of life are you loving the most right now? I think in the absence of taking time to remember or reflect, we are usually moving down the pathway of, of, um, how can I say? We're moving down the pathway of feeling entitled. Uh, we're moving down the pathway of growing, um, in some sense, indifferent of our context. So I think there's something powerful when we take time to remember. Because for me, in my experience, I'm not sure if this is the same for you guys. No, thank you. You're welcome, Chase. For me, as I reflect on how remembering my past helps me, it moves me solidly into the category of gratitude. When I remember, I'm like, huh, that was an experience that I had, and I'm usually doing that by way of comparison, saying it could have been worse, or man, I'm glad I got that opportunity. And as I reflect and remember, I'm automatically like having a shift in lane straight towards gratitude. And gratitude is a beautiful thing. Gratitude is the thing that helps me to be able to, I'm going to use this word savor a few times in the midst of today's podcast, because that's one of the words I love and how I would find the word savor is to slowly taste all the aspects of something with your taste buds to savor it is to like slow down like it's like when you're eating something delicious delicious for example a cheesecake a really rich cheesecake and let's say that you think it's just like any other cheesecake so you're just about to wolf it down but after your first bite you're like oh, wait a second here. This is something unusual about this cheesecake in the quality of how it was put together. This baker was so gifted in the way they made this cheesecake. This is like no other cheesecake, and it would be a shame to just wolf it down like I do anything else. What we tend to do in those moments is we slow down and say, wait a second, let me just enjoy this. We might eat smaller bites so that we can enjoy it a lot more and stretch out the experience. We might look at the the um, the presentation a little bit more carefully. We might actually like enjoy and appreciate it for uh, so many more things than we would have given it credit for based on our past experiences. That's what I, I consider savoring as. It's even like in the phys- physical sense, uh, imagine you are only familiar with driving in an old beater of a car, an old rust bucket of sorts. That's all you've ever had familiarity with. The car has holes in the seats. Um, it makes some funny sounds under the hood. But it's done the job. It's gotten you from point A to point B, and you just get used to it until you have the opportunity of stepping into a ride that is premium, a ride that is has supple leather, right? A ride that is so smooth you can't even hear the engine. A ride that, as you're sitting it, it's just assailing you in so many ways um, uh, experientially where you're like, oh, this is really nice, right? That kind of an experience causes one to slow down and say, wait a second, there's more here. Your voice is very clear. I like that. Thank you, Miriam. I appreciate it. I appreciate your feedback. So it's like that kind of an experience where you're like, there is something here that causes me to pull on the reins and say, whoa, slow down here. Let's actually savor this experience. 
That's what I think gratitude for me does. Gratitude gets me in that reflective mode of saying, this was something worthwhile, and I'm going to slow down here and appreciate and spend some time camping out in this zone of gratitude. Love that. It's just a beautiful thing to be able to experience. And yet, it doesn't happen naturally, I think. It takes investment of energy to move into the zone of saying this is really beautiful and necessary and important for me to experience. And so I'm going to like approach this with intentionality. I'm going to approach it on purpose. I'm going to savor it for what it's worth. That's what gratitude does for me. So when I slow down to appreciate things or remember things, I'm usually moving towards that track of gratitude amazing experience to be at and as i am in this zone of gratitude life becomes far more meaningful for me far more meaningful because i'm able to live with less regrets right i'm able to live with less regret i'm able to live with more intentionality i'm able to navigate with more insight because i've given that space and time to say this is why this is important the fact that i'm at 98 episodes of um this podcast so far each one of those is like half an hour that's a lot of stuff to talk about and yet as i reflect on that there's gratitude going on in my mind i'm moving towards that zone of gratitude not towards that pompous state of like oh of course like i'm all that no 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 no. for me it's more along the lines of i'm so grateful that i have enough experiences in life to sustain me talking for such a long time on things that I find really important. I don't lack for content to be able to think through and talk about because of the experiences I have. And even as I share those experiences with those in my world, it becomes a gift that I'm able to share with them where I draw them into that experience as they reflect on their own stories. Even as you're listening to me this morning, I'm wondering what that looks like for you to be reflecting in your own context of things that you remember that lead you towards gratitude. Even, dare I say, those challenging experiences that were painful. I think this is why my catchphrase in my business is recalibrating your past to rewrite your future. It's almost a, in, in a sense saying let's recapture what happened in the past, especially if it's painful, so that you can now shift your perspective in the way you think about it and assess it and are able to implement it for your good going forward. So many of us are stuck in the awful tragedies and traumas that happened in our past that we've never actually learned how to process those experiences. And so we're still stuck in this place where it has power over us in a negative way. But I'm all about saying, how can we learn to filter and perceive those past experiences, especially if they're painful, and recalibrate them so that now we can see them from a place of strength, saying, this thing that totally whooped my butt once upon a time, I'm going to now shift and make it serve me so that I'm moving forward in a really strong, confident sense of the past serves me to face my future from a place of robust, um, optimistic confidence that I can own whatever is coming now, right? You are conquering your past. You're recalibrating it so that you can rewrite amazing prospects in your future. And all that comes about with a key dose, a healthy dose of dwelling in gratitude, Gratitude is a powerful thing, I believe. Gratitude is a beautiful thing when you're able to experience and express it to be able to say, this makes my life sweet and worthwhile. So, so important, I believe. 
So there, there is that component that I think is really important in today's question to acknowledge. Again, the question we're answering, men, what aspects of life are you loving most right now? I can't wait to talk to you about mine, but as I think and reflect on mine, I'm describing what goes on internally. As I reflect on things that I'm loving, the things I'm appreciating, the things that I am relishing, the things that I'm learning from, it's almost like second nature now for me to start moving down that pathway towards gratitude. And can I tell you, some of the most beautiful people whom I enjoy spending time with are rich in this department of gratitude. Listening to someone being able to express genuine gratitude for whatever experience or context they're in, it's very, um, it rubs off in good ways on those around them. And I want to be around that more. Gratitude or expressing gratitude is also a real super spy way of identifying humility. Do you see that? Have you ever put those two together? That when you experience and express gratitude, there is a key component that is undergirding that expression of gratitude, which is humility that says, I'm thankful. But when I'm thankful, I realize that I'm in this dependent place of expressing, wow, this is wonderful. And you're realizing that it's not all about you, but it's also about all those circumstances, people, scenarios that are around you that have brought you to this place of experiencing and reflecting on whatever it is you're experiencing. And for those of you who have known or listened to me for any extended period of time, you know that one of the most beautiful expressions in the world to me is humility. Humility on display, oh man, that is extremely attractive. That is the kind of thing when I see that I say, I want to be around that more. I want to sidle up here in an intentional way to be a part of this experience. That is so important for me. Whew, what a train of, of um, sequences there, right? From um, identifying or remembering. So for me, it usually starts with remembering. That leads to gratitude. That leads me to say, hmm, there's the humility that I'm seeing in the midst of that gratitude, which is a beautiful thing. Mm, so good. So what aspects of life are you loving the most right now? Can I talk to those of you who are struggling with this question by way of saying, I don't think there is really anything that I have to be loving right now. I'm in a time and I'm, a, I'm in a season of life where it's I've, I've been seeing the, the hard part of life. I've been experiencing the brunt end of life and there's not much right now that is really promising or good or hmm. So let me talk to those of you who are in that space. I'm not going to shame you. I'm not going to guilt you. I'm not going to say, come on, you can at least see something because this is your perception. This is your reality. And I want to be with you in that moment that you're presently at in considering and saying, Biniam, I wish there was something I could identify that I'm loving the most in my life right now. But right now, my life is really, really difficult. And it's there isn't very much there for me to reflect on. So let me just acknowledge that and say, I hear you. And I'm sorry that's so. That's a tough thing. That's a tough thing when you are looking for hope, you're looking for happiness, you're looking for good feels in life, but there is nothing because of the context you're in. I, I hear you. And so I, I just want to um, take this moment and say, let me let me be in that space with you right now because uh, I can definitely accept and believe your reality. 
and it's, it's sad, and I want to be sad with you for just a moment and say, let me let me empathize. And yet, even as I reflect on that moment with you, can I suggest that there's something at least worthwhile that you're listening to me right now, and I get to be in this moment with you? I get to take the moment here to acknowledge where you're at and say, I see you. I see you where you're at, and there's at least someone that wants to identify and be a part of some good things that you might be loving. In fact, I'd probably say that you're listening to this podcast for a reason, maybe because there's some sense of hope that you're deriving from listening in or or um, trying to find benefit from. So that's something good, right? At least something good, some small sliver, even if it be. But it's something that you have access to my voice. You have access to my perspectives. You have access to reach out to me or engage. So that's something, right? That's just a small sliver, and I acknowledge that, yes. But it's still something, right? And I think in these kind of exercises, it is that, uh, it's that skill of still being able to identify, as small as that trace may be, those evidences that we can relish and savor. Because even if we don't acknowledge those, that we, we are further discouraged, right? So I just want to... Um, I wanted to take that moment to identify those of you who may be in that space and saying, how can we just give some space in remembering you? Because it's not always that way. I, I know I've been there before. It's like, it's really tough to see anything good right now going on because of how things are evolving and shaping. I, I can acknowledge that. All right, dear friends, let me jump into my response uh, of how I, <laughs> like, what, what 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 is my response in relation to this? So for my response... I said it's like the three F words. <laughs> the three F words meaning for me, uh, well, they start uh, with the, the same letter F. And I think they call this alliteration in English. But here's what that looks like for me. My three F words in response to the question, which is what aspects of life are you loving most right now? For me, three. Number one, the foundation that I am operating off of. Wow, I am so Enthusi uh, Kitan says, been super bored lately. Exercises help me get mine. Oh, okay. Your mind off of things. I, that's really cool. It's something that you can be thankful for, that you have access to an activity that enables you to pass the time by. So, yeah. I like your answer, Kitan. Here's mine. Number one, the foundation from which I'm able to work off of. So, uh, I'm very philosophical. I'm, uh, philosophy was one, one, one of my commitments in my academic career, and I still highly employ philosophical reasoning in the way I see the world and life and relationships and all that. I would say it, philosophy has been one of the things that's helped me sort of identify what my boundaries are, my, my um, non-negotiables. A whole bunch of things that are in reference to who it is, like what it is to be me and, and how I see and value the world. So saying that, the foundation that I've sort of established of how the world makes sense to me is something I'm super loving right now. Because from that, solid, and I think it's solid because I've put it to the test. I've presented it. I have 
um, made it available for critique and for people to find holes in it. And the more I do that, the more solid it has sustained me. And so I am so thankful for the insights, for the convictions, for the beliefs, for the uh, engagement that I carry myself in my world right now. That is something that is so important to me, so important. And as I do that, I am in this zone, this season, this time where it's like, oh, this is such a good thing that I can with confidence launch off going forward. I can launch off going forward saying, this is my world right now. This is what it means for me to make sense of what's going on in my context. And man, am I loving it. You know what it's like when you have that sense of confidence and, and, and you basically, it's like a confidence that lacks cockiness. Okay. I don't want to be cocky. I don't want to be arrogant. That's not my expression. That's not my vibe, but I love the sense of confidence that enables me to be able to look a person in the eye and say, here's what I'm thinking. Here's where I want to challenge. Here's where I want to convey or communicate all the things that it means to be me. Love that. I think it's amazing. And so loving that aspect that enables me to see my world, engage with my world, and do so from a premise of confidence, this foundation that I work off of, I am so thankful for that. Do you see how that response is almost like secondhand like i was remembering and acknowledging it but then it sent me right down that pathway to gratitude saying i am super grateful for this super grateful and then in the midst of expressing that gratitude there's also that awareness of what does humility look like on display here and that for me is saying man i'm really thankful i got to experience this um and i acknowledge that not everyone has access to this so what can i do to be able to share the wealth be able to share my experiences to encourage and inspire others wherever they're at number two love the flexibility that this gives me having this foundation gives me so much flexibility in the way that i see my world no longer am i like trying to be a control freak and saying it has to be this way no now i'm more in a different zone where as i move into my world and engage it there's a flexibility that says i'm not going to control other people's decisions i'm not going to control going to control other people's um, conclusions or whatever i'm going to give them their space to be who they are there's an element of uncertainty there but i'm okay with that and that's where the flexibility comes in for me flexibility that i I'm not guaranteed anything in life. I'm not guaranteed. Here's the thing. I'm in this zone where I'm feeling like I'm in my in my power, in my skill set. I'm doing some things amazing, but I'm also aware that this could be taken away in just a moment. I could get hit on the road and suffer some massive brain trauma that leaves this current place that I'm at inaccessible. I'm okay with that. I've made my peace with that. And as I made my peace with that, I've let it go. And there's a flexibility with letting go uh, of those expectations that we want to see happening in life. It's it's more of a way of saying, no, I'm going to re- release that. And I'm going to take what comes along the way with a sense of thankfulness, awareness, and um, intentionality. But I'm also going to be flexible in how it, how I'm going to roll with the punches. Recently, I went through some really discouraging stuff in my life. And I was like, oh, this is really, it's not how I would have liked to see it go. But I was flexible enough to know and make space that this was a potential way that things could pan out. And sure enough, they happened this way. But my flexibility enabled me now to move into that zone of saying, hmm, I'm going to be free with this, right? It's not going to be uh, debilitating for me it's not going to immobilize me so super thankful for that loving the flexibility i enjoy in life right now in addition to the foundation that i operate off of in the way i see my world and how the world works so thankful for the insights there 
The third thing I'm super grateful for is my freedom. Freedom to be me. Oh man, my dear listeners, can I tell you how for decades I was living under this cloud of of feeling really bound, feeling like really shackled to expectations that were externally set. And now I'm in a time of life where I'm saying, screw that. The number one thing that matters to me now is how I see myself and how I want to live and express what it means to be me without any reference or uh, of coercion from external factors, what people think I should be or present or that kind of thing. I am super grateful for the freedom I get to experience to be me. And as I experience this freedom right now, I am super aware of so many that I see in my days, in, in my in my zones that I'm in, who are still in that place that I once used to be, who are still in that place of saying, oh, I feel like I don't have room to breathe. I feel I don't have that freedom or flexibility to express who I truly am. I empathize. And that's why I do what I do. I do what I do so I can share how I have gained insights to break free and to be truly me straight up and to be able to be okay with presenting that true me to the world and encouraging others of what that could look like in their own context. That for me is something that I am driven with a sense of purpose. That's why I spend these moments every weekday morning to say this is worth my time. You are worth my time. It's a hell yes for me, dear friends. A hell yes from my side to invest and say, how can I extend myself to you? How can I share with you so that you can also experience some riches in life? Thank you for joining this episode. I look forward to connecting with you tomorrow for episode 99. Love you guys. Have a great hump day. Bye for now.